नमस्ते दिस इज प्रीति अधिकारी द फाउंडर ऑफ द ग्रेट नेपाली डायस्पोरा एंड दिस इज ठीजीएनडी बीट्स डायस्पोरा का कुराकानी ऑन आर पॉडकास्ट वी शोकेस ग्लोबल नेपालीज फ्रॉम डिफरेंट फील्ड्स दैट आर डूइंग सम अमेजिंग थिंग्स एंड शोकेस देयर स्टोरीज ऑफ स्ट्रगल परसीवियरेंस एंड सक्सेस एंड टुडे वी हैव समबडी दैट आई हैव बीन वांटिंग टू हैव ऑन आर पॉडकास्ट फॉर 6 मंथ्स एंड समबडी दैट यू नो हुज वर्क आई हैव एडमायर्ड फॉर इयर्स एंड इयर्स Sneha Shrestha also known as Imagine uh she's an incredible artist not just in the Nepali context but you know if you go around Cambridge and Boston you will see murals of her work uh it's so inspiring so amazing but apart from that she's also the arts program manager at Harvard University's uh Lakshmi Mittal South Asia Institute she's the founder of Nepal's first children's art museum and she's much much more will delve into that uh, right now but uh, welcome sneha thank you thank you so much for having me sneha i mean you know i i love your work uh, uh you know yours is i think the first uh, real painting um, uh, like made a family go through we we bought and you know it hangs uh, so proudly on mirghorma and it's such an incredible thing and for me i think seeing something uh, that you know that's personal to me on the walls of all these uh, buildings in boston and so on is incredible that how do you feel what do, what is your feeling when you see your work uh, usco context ma on on these buildings yeah sure um I think the the feeling is similar in that you know um we're usually taught to not be so loud and not be so boisterous and to be humble and you know and eventually I think my experience living in the US was to be quiet you know and to be as invisible as possible to put your head down and work hard is sort of like the mantra that we're sort of told you know like um uh do not walk the boat to not you know be a problem after uh, right. a lot of exactly and it's true for women yeah. as well as immigrants exactly right? yeah exactly and then when the women context and then the south asian context and the immigrant context kind of kind of comes in you know it becomes really your lifestyle to be invisible mm-hmm. um that's how you sort of go through your everyday life right. um and so you know i i've loved creating artwork all my life uh, i painted all my life um but when i found my medium of like painting murals that are sort of larger than life i felt more seen i felt you know i'm not a super loud sort of person but i felt like my art is loud for me like you can't miss a seven story exactly you know on your way and you know most of my murals are written in nepali or sanskrit <laughs> and so the fact that there's no translation there for you the fact that you know it stands there with no sort of translation it it's really sort of a matter of pride in that you know cultural aesthetics doesn't need to be translated um you know and then the other side is as an immigrant nothing is really translated for us english bolna zane pani you know it's the the cultural nuances of like living here aren't really translated for you and right. we learn the hard way either people make fun of you or you know people look at you weird that you're doing mm-hmm. something different this to put out is not translated for you so i feel like in all these senses I feel very seen through my work and and hearing what you just said about you know feeling proud that you feel like there is a part of Nepal like Natali me sort of like this the essence of it and you see it and it stops you on your tracks and makes you feel happy like that's what I'm trying to sort of share you know and then for like non Nepali people it's definitely a point of curiosity and you know people have to ask questions to get the answers to it without making assumptions about what it might be and you realize not only tale you know if you see something that looks different than you instead of making assumptions you kind of you know want to start a conversation mm-hmm. and ask those questions so at this point of view but if any you know i i feel like i've you know through murals through creating large works um i've been able to do that 
and the process is super fun so it looks fun it looks fun (laughs) you know we 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 um at some point i would love some kind of a collaboration where we people actually get to see you not just the end product but uh Mm -hmm. you know the the process right because it seems like a lot of fun i mean this this whole visibility thing i think it's so true right that uh, what i love is is you're not just making yourself visible there are all of us all of us nepalese visible right it's uh incredible to see that and he, uh, you know on our podcast and you know in our diaspora we talk so much about um this brand of nepal and you know nepali diaspora and, and i think it's people like you right that are creating this brand that it's not and even your art in the other states so different than what we consider uh, you know nepal yeah. right well, yeah exactly yeah. so it's so different so unique that are still so nepali okay? uh you know uh hamro audience will like will obviously share pictures and people that don't know uh what it looks like that um that, that i love it um thank you what um one thing sneha that i want to sort of delve into is a lot of people know you uh, by the names imagine right Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, especially uh, for your art and so on. Can you tell us a little bit about what that means and why you use it? Yeah, sure. Um, so, when in, you know, I'm, like I said, I've been painting forever, but I really started painting murals when I was introduced to the art form called graffiti. And so graffiti is, is I, you know, this art form that started in New York, Um by young people out of rebellion and you know um in graffiti the letters are the image and so that and then you know the fact that it started by young people and all this rebellion and you know it was very inspiring for me to learn about it um and so when i started painting i was actually painting like graffiti letters in the beginning and once i started painting in public and first i was you know just like sketching mm-hmm. my sketchbooks um all or most graffiti artists have like a graffiti name sort of like their you know the name like a street name mm-hmm. and so I was working with my mentor at that time and I thought you know well why don't I just use my real name because my name feels unique enough in the US and you know um but he was like no it can't be a real name why pick a name that means something to you mm-hmm. and I I just you know i started thinking and then um i chose imagine because mira monkanam is kalpana and so if you translate that in english mm-hmm. it means imagination right mm-hmm. and you know my first sort of arts learning experience was with my mom mm-hmm. um and you know as you know i live in the us i visit home fairly often but still it feels like you spend most of your life not being with your mm-hmm. family and that is something that i haven't been able to like it never gets easy to leave home it never you know right. um so just kind of putting that in front of you know in front of my work and you know signing my name with my mom's name kind of also gives me a responsibility of creating work that i'm proud of and creating mm-hmm. work that you know i want i am okay with signing my mother's name Um, so I think these things kind of led me to the name Imagine and then it sort of caught on and most people know me by Imagine. Right. Right. No, and I love that. I mean, I'm sure your parents must be, your mom, your parents must be, your family must be so proud of what the, the name Kalpana, how you, you know, the translation and then the work, you're doing these amazing things, right? Yeah, and I felt like it felt better not signing my own name for some reason. You know, it felt like I was speaking to a bigger cause and, you know, sort of taking my family with me on the journey, even if they're not around. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't see me paint a real-life mural until, like, I don't know, three, four years into me doing this, like, full-time. Mm-hmm. So much of the story is kind of left behind from the side of your family, so... um because family means so much to me i i think you know and and to us like i think it's a big part of our culture to be so family oriented and for your family your mom and dad to mean so much and so yeah i i stuck with it and and yeah i am at a point right now where you know i do appreciate people knowing my real name as well um 
So I did both sort of side by side. Right, right. Um, you know, while we're on the topic, uh, tell us a little bit more about Timro, Timro childhood in Nepal and how that shaped you into the person, uh, uh, the artist you are in Oile. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so I, I enjoyed, you know, painting, drawing all my life. It's, it's, it wasn't something I had to take classes for to be introduced to it. I felt like it was always sort of natural for me to want to draw, want to color, want to paint. Um, yeah, and mom and dad, like, they would encourage, my mom was a kindergarten teacher, and so, like, you know, art was sort of, like, how she took her, educate like, teaching style, um, with, like, art and teaching hand in hand. Um, she always sort of thought outside the box, and she was always curious. She was always curious for, like, what is a better way to do this? what it will be effective and that art was a big part of that mm-hmm. um but i didn't really have like formal art classes i went to out the school um and if you ask my teachers they will say that i was a problem child <laughs> and and i think you know as an adult i beg to differ i think i was <laughs> i was a creative child i thought differently right. i think i needed the means to express myself better um and i wish i got that help Um, exactly so you know i didn't really enjoy school until i went to college in the u.s experience Mm -hmm. always a struggle um because there's uh, just still one box right and we're all supposed to fit in exactly Exactly. it's about i guess uh lack of awareness on on everybody's side where yeah and, you know, uh, you, what makes a good student is like right. just... what makes a good, you know, child. Again, in botanical like be quiet, do your homework, get A's, and follow them looking at you. Like don't make don't ask questions, like right? Exactly. And so I was the opposite, <laughs> right? So you know, when uh, third grade, Dicky, I was in Atabongo, and like I remember it being a tumultuous time, like. Till I left, hmm. um, you know, and the good thing was that I've, you know, I met my best friends that are my best friends for life. And so I'm really thankful for that place for that. Hmm. Um, and, you know, art was always something that I took with me. Ani, yeah, I mean, I didn't really think I was going to be an artist because, as you know, like Nepal, like, it's not something that, it's not an option, right? Hmm. It's not something we even dream of because, you know, as all you know, young adult, I wasn't, I didn't really meet a real artist. You know, galleries, I felt like there were a couple. I felt like it was safe for the, you know, uh, rich and like an elite, like, uh, you know, exactly. This elite sort of um, bracket of people that would go. Um, and, you know, so become artist gone to one. Like, I didn't ever think of that. Like, I knew I was always going to sort of make art. Um, and, you know, I applied for college in the U.S. and, um, everybody sort of like, you know, had their own way of like, you know, writing their personal statements and all of yeah. that. I and mean, I, you know, my grades were fine. Like by the end of school, I realized that it's, you know, grades down there while when he, you know, it's sort of like a checkbox and then like, they it, options, it gives you options. Yeah, and they might leave me alone after that. You know, I can still be, like, myself and be loud and ask questions and, and you know, try to defy authority or whatever and then still, like, laugh. Great to them like, what can you possibly tell me? Just to, like, that was the rebellion sort of, like, feeling that I had. Um, And so I figured out it was sort of like a game, like, you know, like cat and mouse game. So, like, okay, like, but like, bad grades, you're failing. Uh, your behavior is unacceptable, you know, your hair looks different, like all these things. But then what if I do what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do, like get A's, and then can I still, like, what would happen then? So, like, for me, as a teenager, it was, like, this sort of, like, boundary-pushing thing right. that I was, like, doing. And, of course, like, I'm thinking about it now, and I have more clarity that the it was, like, a straight struggle, you know? Um and I we don't have like, that. We don't have the support to 
like understand right what people are going through what uh, causes that the rebellion is always tagged as this the again one bucket mm-hmm. right only yeah. i can understand what causes that rebellion there must be something that the person is going through to cause it to like there's no discussion right. exactly and so like in that respect i was really fortunate to have my parents who were like really understanding you know even if i got caught like doing something like bad or whatever you know like for example like i don't know as a kid i feel like everybody tried smoking a cigarette at some point people did sure. you know and i did too and you know and i was in trouble this is just an example I mean, uh, one of like many and so like just to paint a picture of like i don't know little snare and and my parents you know were called to the office and you know they're like Oh, whatever, you know, repercussions <laughs> and all that. But my parents' questions were like, the only difference between our kid and like the rest of the kids is that our kid got caught. Like, we're not condoning, like, we're not saying that this behavior is okay, but we're saying this is realistic, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they can make better choices that way. And, you know, she got caught. That's the difference. That doesn't make her like, a bad human being right. who's stupid and you know not deserving of love and mm-hmm. like all these things and respect and all these things so i felt like in that respect my parents were really progressive like biology like even when i think about it now and you know caring so much about like education like what a good education looks like like when i think back i feel like those were like sort of saving moments for me um that really like helped me you know pass through like go through like school in a way that was like okay enough um but yeah i went to college and um to gettysburg college in pennsylvania and i thought i would you know uh work at a job sort of like in a un like international development so i wanted to major in globalization studies so i was pursuing that that uh you know as a 16 17 year old you just left home you're in a new school uh everybody speaks in an accent you don't understand uh, and then you have to do good in in class. Like all these things really stress me out, obviously. Um, plus, like Neparima school is from like grade one to ten, so you pretty much grow up in that school. Mm-hmm. I know. So when you're a teenager and that's sort of like the time where you're most sort of questioning yourself, your identity, and all these things, what happens when you put into a completely new country, new mm-hmm. dynamic? You know. So during that time, I felt like. You know, I didn't really know how to do anything, but then I took some art classes at that time and it felt really familiar. It felt like I could do it and I was really good on it too. Uh, without, Being you know, like, home, right? When you get the new. Yeah, exactly. And so I was just like, well, this was awesome. So if a course loaded for a semester is like four classes, mm-hmm. I would take like seven, I would take like three art classes because I was just really happy when I was in those classes. And so like, you know, four years, but two years go empty to my professor when you realize that, you know, you could become an art major, you have like mm-hmm. enough classes, you just need one more. And I was just like, Oh, I had no idea. Uh let's let's do it. So I became a double major. So Tupani was kind of like, you know, being guided by the heart, but not really like my brain, right? Mm-hmm. Like my head. I wasn't like I just gone to so I need an art major, but so it was sort of like and then as a young professional, you know, after graduation, it was kind of like connecting the dots of like, what do I love? What do I want to do that makes me like happy? So my sort of compass in doing life in general has been like, hey, go to running questions. And it's not just money, right? It's like, you know, how can I spend more time with my family? What makes me happy when I do something? How, what makes me proud of myself? Right. Uh, what is a job that I can show up as myself 100% of the time? Um, these things sort of like led me to doing what I do now is being a full-time artist. Uh, but the path here definitely wasn't a linear one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, keep on saying, Lord, they bought this. Lord, they bought this. Artist money, right? I think there's so much I think you know one I you know commend you for being honest I think 
वन ऑफ द रीजन फैमिली पॉडकास्ट स्टार्ट गॉड एपन इज एग्जैक्टली दैट के राइट इट्स नॉट जस्ट द सक्सेस स्टोरीज वी नेवर टॉक अबाउट द हार्डशिप्स है ना कस्तो कस्तो गाह ग्रोइंग अप यू नो द यू नो कमिंग हियर एज अ स्टूडेंट एंड ट्राइंग टू फिगर ऑल दिस आउट एंड इवन इन टर्म्स ऑफ इट्स नॉट लाइक जस्ट लकी भर मत पुग्दन यू हेव सो मेनी मिस्टेक्स यू हेव सो मेनी लर्निंग दैट साइड अफ थिंग्स इज सो इम्पोर्टेंट अने अने अर्क अल्सो आई थिंक वट आई रियली वॉन्ट टू शो किस टू आर कम्युनिटी इज दैट देर आर डिफरेंट पैथ्स इन लाइफ के राइट नॉट एवरीथिंग हेज टू बी यू नो एज मच एज वी लव यू नो पीपल दैट आर डॉक्टर्स एंड इंजीनियर्स इन द कम्युनिटी इट्स नॉट लाइक इफ योर हार्ट और योर पैशन डजन लाइक देर यू कैन डू अदर थिंग्स एंड देर आर सक्सेस स्टोरीज तर वन थिंग आई लव टू सर ऑफ एक्सप्लोर अ लिटल बेट इन टर्म्स ऑफ यू नो तिम्रो केस में योर पेरेंट्स वर प्रोग्रेसिव यू नो दे दे वर सो हेल्पफुल तर स्टिल ओइली ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी थ्री एंड स्टिल यू नो आर्ट्स इजेंट लाइक नेपाली करियर अफ चोइस भे भर देर आर अ लट अफ पीपल दैट माइट बी इंट्रेस्टेड माइट बी रियली गुड है वट इज योर एडवाइस इन टर्म्स अफ पीपल दैट आर थिंकिंग अबाउट दिस राइट whether uh, you know whether uh, outside nepal or in nepal that are thinking of uh, you know having arts as a career and what is also in your advice to parents that don't know how to manage it one like how to support okay mm, those are good questions so first question is um what what advice would i give young people who are right. thinking about doing art i think So I'm a really practical, sort of straightforward person when it comes to like giving advice and stuff because I feel like sugarcoating things doesn't really help, doesn't right? It doesn't help anybody in the oh blah 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 else and anyone either. Like no, like becoming an artist full time is a struggle even for people who are like yeah U.S. commercial learning artist, you know. Mm-hmm. So it is a very unorthodox path. Um. But I would say that if you are able to do it, it's like amazing. And if that's your passion, then it's like I wouldn't choose any other job. Um, you know, like I'm very happy with what I do um, and what I get to do as a job. So I think the advice that I would give is like be serious about what you want to do, but also keep your options open. I'm not gonna run it about if you like. If I were to go to Nepal, I don't think I would be able to have the career that I have right now. So if your plans are of going back to Nepal, maybe you want to think again. Well, but I don't know living there full time. I don't know. That part, like you do have to think about the possibility of like, okay, uh, if you go to art school, you know, um, what's your sort of job prospect right after that? You know, mm-hmm. do you need an art degree to become an artist? Like, I don't think so. Art Benigo is so driven by like what your passion, what right. you look for, your curiosity, and that like maybe major in something else so that you have, you know, option. And also, if you do end up becoming an artist, then your major will only help you further like inform your artwork. Your art mm-hmm. wouldn't be that much stronger. Like, if you look at my academic. Like degrees, I majored in globalization studies with a uh, with a minor in human rights, and like I I took Balinese classes, so like I'm fluent in Indonesian, and I mastered education <laughs> education leadership with creative technology. So like if you think about it, like honestly, like. So I feel like my sort of path to brought me here and I use everything I learned to further inform my artwork. So I would say like, don't just think that being able to draw or being able to paint good in making artists, uh, becoming an artist takes a lot more, you know, you're sort of like managing yourself because you want to self-discipline. It takes a lot of patience hard work on your own part so i would say you know talk to as many artists as you can because there is really no guide to become hard to become a successful artist and because like if you want to be a doctor like here are the things you need to do it because you got all your money you want to you know 
But then to become an artist, there's no guide. So it's really, you really have to be the engine to, you know, push yourself forward and, and figure these things out. So I would say it's not easy. Um, and then for parents, I would say, you know, art, like, let them take it. Make sure they also, you know, they have a good sort of like well-rounded education. And if they don't want to do the engineering, you know, medicine, like medical, but make sure whatever they, else they're doing, they're committed to it and they're doing good in it. Mm-hmm. The reason why I love to... For the U.S., like Nepal, Academy, because the Decatur, I didn't have a choice in terms of like what I wanted to do because I didn't know what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. My choices were engineer, doctor, architecture, and and then hotel management. Like I imagine, imagine you in any of those uh, <laughs> islands, right? Yeah, God forbid I was in a doctor. <laughs> so, so yeah, I feel like you know that was what sort of drove me out but then when I did take classes in the U.S. I want I always made sure that I really wanted to do it so it doesn't matter what you do but you really need to be committed to it so like parents could say okay take something you want to I don't know become an anthropologist mm-hmm. um then like take classes for anthropology and like do really good at it you yeah, know if you love it so much if you've helped your kid find their passion then let them do really good in it um, because, you know, I think that's what really like drives um, them being able to be leaders in the field. Of course. Um, yeah. No, no, I, I, I answer your question. No, it does. It does. And I think um, you're so right, right? I think, you know, whatever people are passionate about, uh, but one, I think just to be practical, it is good to have like a, you know, an option and so on. If you're passionate about something, you can't just say that you're passionate. You have to like do more, right? More than what's required in terms of figuring out a lot of things, getting your yourself these opportunities. And I think that's also very um, important, right? That you can't just sit and wait for opportunity to land. Right? Especially now, I think like we're like US Matabe, and it's such a creative sort of like you can be creative in so many different ways, and if you have the resources, then you know seek 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 out like what you want to do, figure it out, like volunteer at places, see if you like it, and now do things on your own so that you're sort of taking charge of your education, not just the formal one, but then like informal education too. Right, right. No, no, I, I agree. Um, it's sort of I I just want to kind of uh get into all the different topics yeah sure. say about you know uh i see like mirror like yeah you know like i said like your painting is is my favorite my middle family and so on and i see few uh, friends of mine that are uh, like actually buying art not just the tamil theater just choosing right. really looking at that paying a good price on them mm-hmm. as a creator do you see that in terms of uh, you know, are Nepalese or Nepali Americans or whoever you want to call it, are they actually uh, being a reasonable amount for your talent or do you see a, still the medio kebans pricing magic people are, you know, too much, the handling got it all. What do you see? I see that, like, I mean, U.S. now, so we're talking about like U.S. now, yeah, I'm up on like uh, both, okay. both. I mean, and because you've experienced sure. both, yeah. Um, I would say there's, you know, over time, there's definitely been a lot more Nepali people than mm-hmm. like how I started. Like Suruma, you know, I, I would have to explain what I do, I'm Sunny. So right. at this point, people sort of seek me out in terms of like, oh, is there anything available, or you know they're the ones sort of reaching out mm-hmm. um so it is definitely different than like before um and i think my favorite like thing is when i get to meet nepali people who are not sort of like interested in the work it doesn't mean so much to them because like that's what i'm trying to do um you know and so like it feels wonderful um and i think in terms of like 
you know, it's better for business for right. people. And that's so how much tradition has been rooted in that. Mm. And I think, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, and, and tradition is also beautiful. And at the same time, it's, you know, wonderful for people to sort of have their own ideas and express themselves individually at the same time. I know. So it's sort of like apples and oranges in that, like, if I want, uh, if I want, uh, I don't know, keep it more. So, like, I'm going to look at, like, all of them. But, you know, I might just ask my mom to get me one. And I'll tell Right? right? Like, I'm not going to go pick it out. Right, but right. Like, yeah. I know. But because I need a ganti and most of them look the same and that's fine. It's beautiful. All of them look beautiful. And this petite. But, like, if I want an art piece, like, I... I've collected some Mopali artists who work on that I've like happened upon and I've been able to meet them and it really speaks to me, you know, like I want to get that, like that is my choice in like investing in an artwork that really means a lot to me right. and reminds me of home and also reminds me of like contemporary artists, like contemporary like Nepal, right? Like what are young artists in Nepal thinking about? How are they expressing themselves? Like, for me, like that's amazing. When I was growing up in Nepal, like we didn't have your know, art markets and stuff like that where young people could be entrepreneurs and like sell their like, you know, little greeting cards, stickers or just the good like this they call it Tawani Tian, I know. Um, so, you know, I really want to support that. Um, so I think that they're apples and oranges. Like Nepal Mapini about it's also hard sort of concept like way of thinking to change and you know it doesn't come from nowhere like Nepal is one of the poorest countries in the world a lot of us are still fighting for scraps on the table I know this how is it possible to support others it is possible but it feels a little bit of a reach for a lot of people still I know I'm this so yeah like if you have money to invest then you might be investing in not art because that right. is never really like, you know, something because art is still a luxury in Nepal, you know, exactly. but sometimes you also, you know, it's, it's such a luxury commodity that it's like almost the last thing like we think about. And in a way, only like first basic needs me to right? And then like, you need to have your like every other like basic need met. Are you comfortable? It's higher on the, on the. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, like the series sorts like I, like, that's how I think about it. And so I, I, I'm not too frustrated with how things are, but I do say, but I do think that, you know, it is important to support young artists in Nepal. So even if like, like someone like, it's fine. Like, Go see someone's artwork, mm. you know, expand your mind. Like, not right. everything is about spending money and, like, buying something, right? Like, why don't you, you know, buy yourself some time to go look at artwork? Like, that in itself is also an investment. Speak right. to artists, you know, support young artists like that as well. And to like, a lot of young artists, like, they're not also, like, they're not selling things for, like, super unaffordable prices either so i would say for people who can afford it i would say you know look into it because it's a different way of telling our story like telling our the story of our culture right like listen to young people even though they're all like listen to their version of like how they want to express themselves right. um see it as like you're getting a part of a story uh, an experience and and it's a personal one versus like comparing two paintings and being like you know, it's not a source, so you know they're very all different, right? Um, and at the same time, also appreciate arts and crafts. Like if someone invests in, I don't know, a handicraft door for their like big house in Nepal, like that's also in a way investing in local artisans and and sort of, you know, you can uh, be different forms that are exactly that are, at least the investment yeah. is happening, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. So I think it's like a mindset change, but. Also, it's important to kind of think about like how we've come up as a country. Like there's been a lot of struggle, so it's it's 
and it's not that you know people just don't want to but there are a lot of reasons for why they also don't right right no 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 i think that that makes sense and i think you uh the shift is going to be slow as well right in terms of uh you know adoption and so on um there are especially you know in the u.s market Matsi, do you see uh, it doesn't have to be just nepalis that are in terms of people um, buying your art um well, personal uh, connection to Sanjay Do you also see people investing in art? Two reasons. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it drives them. Like, it gives them more for a reason. It's always sort of like a personal reason, Suruma. Like, why that piece of art speaks to you, or why an institution would want to collect your art because maybe you have something important to say. I know. And then, like, some people might purchase it as both. So, like, oh, not only does this, you know, really speak to me and speak to my heart, but this artist is also, you know, artworks collected by all these different museums. Um, And obviously, like, then the value obviously goes up and people are more likely to be like, oh, this is a great investment. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me, you know, get more you know, let me keep an eye on this artist to see like what else she creates or he creates. So I think it goes hand in hand, I would say. So in a way, the 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 publicity of it, right, direct or indirect also matters, right, in terms of uh, your um, a perceived value, Vanniki, uh, for your art? Mm, I think, I mean, I think that's the mystery of like the art world, right? Like who is to say like, you know like somebody just stuck a banana on a wall and then it was like so super valuable right. like there's really no you know saying like so i think like for me at least how i see it because there is no formula to like figuring out it's like i want to show my work in places that matter that i can be seen in and not just like, you know, have my art and leave me behind. Because, you know, I want to be able to tell my story and I want to be visible for it. Um, and then the other thing is like also connecting with people that like you, like, you know, we spoke and we spoke about the artwork and all of that. And like, it's more of a personal thing. So I think if those things kind of align for you, then at least like for me, it makes sense being mm-hmm. you know, invest in the relationship and then they feel the same way as well. Of course, of course. No, I think that that's super true. And I think you, uh, what I also hope is, uh, you know, through our community, even uh, these kind of conversations can also happen, right? Yeah. Where it's not just, uh, not just finding you on Instagram or something like that and, uh, you know, making it a transaction that, uh, you know, actually getting to know the artist and your story and all of that, right? I think you is important even for people to yeah. feel like that connection, okay? I really, yeah, I mean, I would be so happy to, I don't know, like, we should probably get a bunch of people who are interested in art and then take them on, like, a tour, you know, you know, museum showing one of my works. We could do a tour where we... We're actually actually doing an event in Boston, so uh, offline, I'm going to talk to you about it. So we should, we should, we should talk about that. Definitely, I have something on my, on my list anyway, so like... Sounds good. Yeah, I think creating spaces for that and for conversation and questions, like I think that would help encourage, you know, people to kind of look into um the art. I think so, right? And I think they just the this whole perception about Amnyagi Kuragada, so what makes an uh, he like what makes Himalayan art and what makes an artist, right? They all of these are just these um check boxes, even that, right? right? In terms of uh, you know, well, what we consider an artist and all of I that. So agree. I love that conversation in terms of uh you know poking holes in that as well i think that's important right? yeah okay. um mr you know one question about uh, the children's art museum in nepal mm-hmm. what was your uh, motivation behind it kina mm-hmm. like why did you get the uh, start journey like yeah in a few years so what uh, do you feel about it sure yeah, I think it came out from like a personal need of wanting a space where, you know, kids could learn in informal spaces. And um, so school, man, you're always bound by, you know, SLC and it's a rote learning curriculum, you know, and, and that's how 
that's what kids need to follow. That's what teachers need to follow. That's what schools need to follow. Um, and so there's really no space for experimentation or, you know, building up like self-confidence. Like then where do kids learn that? And, you know, thing is like art is a valuable tool for kids to be able to express themselves and be confident about their decisions. Like art making takes a lot of decision making. And so, so what happens when we create a space like that? Um, and that was really, you know, sort of came out of this need of like, I think in a, in a selfish way, like filling this like void in my heart where I was always thinking like, what if we had a space like that? Like, would my education experience in Nepal be different? Um, and so that's how it started. And um, we really focus on developing 21st century skills for kids through art. So we don't provide art classes, uh, but we provide sessions where they can express themselves. And there's really no right or wrong. You know, what happens when there is no right or wrong and your decision is your decision and, you know, and that's okay. And um, that's right for you. Like, what does that even mean? Like, I'm in Nepali society. It's Nepali context. Right like... for you when it's appeal, you know? It's, it's got to be right for the teacher. It's got to be right for the schools. Well, what about you? Like, what would your answer be to the priority list? My you is always the last person, right? On the right, exactly. I mean, somehow, like deep inside, as a student, as a kid, like I always had a problem with it. Mm. Like, I always had a problem with it. I was like, well, what? What about me? Like, because I want to do this, but that's not even on the menu. You know, that's not even the one. That's not one of the checkboxes. So what happens when there are no checkboxes for you to be seen on? So that's why I sort of created the space where kids can express themselves um, and there's no right or wrong in like creating the artwork. And we've worked with various nonprofits and schools and government schools, like public schools and private schools. Uh, we've done various like educational fairs um, and we've been running it. Um, pretty successfully uh, we'll work with over 20,000 kids and we've made art with over 20,000 kids um and you know I think it's part of what makes me feel whole as mm -hmm. a human being it's like doing this thing and you know is it my career no but do I am I like, passionate about it yes so it's one of those things that really came from a personal place and kind of evolved no, I love that. I think, you know, you um, usually say, um, you startup world, man, say, they, they always say that the affiliate experience got a pain point. Say, if you build something around it, it always works. Yeah, so I love mm -hmm. that, that gap that not just you, that a lot of us have faced, right, in terms of you're a certain type of learning uh, experience in Nepal, like say you're trying to build something for others. And that's, that's incredible. Um, only one thing I just, you know, want to add is um, just a couple of days ago, okay, I, I was reading somewhere that uh, the people that, especially girls, eh, the ones that they call difficult, garo, namanne, all of these, okay, these are the incredible ones, right? Because that means that they're not just happy with status quo, they're looking for something. Okay? They're the ones that are curious and, you know, trying to do something. I know. Our society in general tells these people that they're bodmas or they don't fit in, right? Those are the ones that actually are trying to do something, right? So mm -hmm. I think there, there needs to be a really supportive environment for that one. Yeah. I wish someone um, told me that when I was young. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. I think that's the... That's the whole point of this community, Pani, this podcast, Pani, right? That people like you exist, that are, you know, doing incredible things and also trying to fill the gaps. They, you know, Tingli face Karakura, and there's so much conversation in terms of Nepali, or Kiki achieve Barna Soksar. We just, and I think also this uh, supportive care, but not everybody's lucky enough to have supportive parents and so on. But I hope our community becomes that as well, right? That you can, you know, try to different 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 things, and you know, our, our community is there to uh, really lift each other up on it. So. Right, and and you know, we have mentors within our own communities. Like, what would that be like? You know, because I feel like a lot of things that I've learned about life and 
career and all these things is by having mentors. Exactly. So, uh, mentors, but in Nepali mentors, like, wouldn't that even be better to see, to, to be able to look up to someone who's doing something really different and being like, and you know what what are some yeah, you understand the Nepali right right no 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 you're so right right your uh, mentors in general are so amazing but this might be Nepali nuance of the family and society go the pressures to understand I think it would be incredible exactly. so exactly that's yeah, the like world we, we all want to build I know right yeah. like how we communicate with our parents about you know whatever choices we're making and you know how do we navigate through living abroad and still keeping true to our culture like and what does that mean um, and it's again different it's very personal as well right that this mabani there is no right or wrong answer in terms of what makes a nepali right and what right. and it's evolved exactly. right? and as we, uh, you know uh, spent most of our lives abroad panitia that evolves that uh, there shouldn't be any um, bias you know box exactly I mean we speak like even just within Nepal we speak more than like 150 languages you know it's hard to just say like just because we're from Kathmandu like our Kathmandu is Nepal it's not right so if we say like if people are like oh yeah like Nepal Mount Everest or Momo you know I think I just wanted to be defined by more than that. Exactly. So, no, yeah. uh, exactly. And then I think I love that you're doing that. You're doing that uh, for yourself and I think the rest of us. So, so I, you know, um, I think that's the best thing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like this uh, conversation needs to be other one more hour so that we can dwell more. That, uh, uh, you know, I love that we can at least start a conversation um, Sneha, thank you so, so much for your time. I think this means so much to me personally, uh, because I, I did want to, uh, you know, a lot of people already know you that I do want to really showcase your art, your talent and the person you are to the world. So thank you for this opportunity. And I think even for uh, uh, our diaspora, it's so important to see people like you, right? Um, so oh, so thank, thank you so, so much. much. No, this was great. I think like, yeah, I mean, Speaking to another Nepali person is just—it's just next level. It's, it's personal. It's wonderful, you know. Um, I don't have to translate anything. Exactly. And, and seeing, uh, by the way, like it's a whole Nepali production crew too. And how cool is that? Like, I think <laughs> and that's they're the, and they're the best, by the way. The, you yeah. know, <laughs> that's amazing. So thanks to the production crew too. Like. When I came online, you know, there are Nepali faces, Nepali names on the screen. All of us are Nepali. Like, I think that's really powerful. So it is. Too. Yeah. No, thank you, Sneha. And, you know, trust me on this. We're just getting started. So you'll see a lot more Nepali names and a lot more Nepali connections coming your way. Sounds great. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me today. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and thank you to our audience who are listening. Please like, subscribe and share with your networks. Thank you.